following podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and adult language. But would you rather have it any other way? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Would You Rather? Would Rude Rather? How can you, how could you possibly got that wrong? I am the co-host, not the host, so you shush. Um, okay, so for today's topic, I thought we'd go with a bit of a different intro. So I've written a bit of a preamble um, because this topic has quite a lot of stuff to cover and we might cover it in another um, month or so. But anyway, so preamble. It can be argued that with the current increased integration of technology in our world, that we are losing human connection. I know there are many people who don't believe this to be true. Technology brings us together. It has contributed to globalisation and innovation. And if we are in a world where we are so drawn to social media, fake news, online celebrity gossip and Instagram models even, can we still call ourselves human? I mean, we hear and know about the atrocities occurring around the world, but do the majority of us do anything? Probably not. Why? I went to a human rights presentation by Walid Ali sometime last year, and one thing he said just resonated with me. He said, in the current social climate we are in, we have been conditioned to disconnect. We all have lost the ability to feel empathy. Rather, we are all apathetic. If we are not experiencing something personally, it doesn't matter. We just move on to the next issue. So with that preamble, I pose this question to you guys. Um, The media influences bias to influence empathy. Would you rather be influenced by the media to empathise with just a certain type of person or people or be empathetic to to only those you've made a real connection with? Um, So... This month we have two very special guests. We have Jovi. Hello. <laughs> and <laughs> Jesse. Hi. And of course, Ming. Yay. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I know that was a lot to take in. So if you need me to re ask that question, holla. But I guess, Jesse, what are your thoughts on? This question is super heavy, sorry. Um, <laughs> and intense. Media does play a really big role in what we, how, yeah, how we're conditioned to feel about certain things, especially if you look at it on like a larger scale in reference to like war and the whole world. Um, you, you see things happen on a daily basis, yet we just kind of turn a blind eye to it. Mm. The things that happen on home ground always seems to resonate more strongly and kind of you have more feeling towards it, you're more empathetic towards it, whereas overseas you just tend to blank it out. Okay. Especially in countries, I guess, that are probably not as well to do. Like they don't have as much influence on how Australia is? Or mm. Okay. Um, so in... Yeah, but so how do we get there in the first place? What right? do you mean? Like... Because what Jesse said sort of like it, it resonates really true. So like, when you see news about something that happens, like it's that constant sort of feeling that hey, there's always like a like a conflict or this constant war, or this constantly fighting or there's constantly something happening like out there, but the care factor is like so minimal. Hmm. But then when something happens like riding your back out like some dog gets stabbed up in Balajur or something it's like <laughs> oh my god guys you know like everyone's fucking like up in arms what a monster you know? yeah yeah right mm-hmm. and it's kind of like well I mean how do we get there because obviously you don't start off like that right you have it's kind of like a constant like running off just you have to be pummeled down to sort of feel like that won't feel like how well that's why that's kind of like how you're posing question I'm assuming right so how does the media influence it so that you care more about certain things or is it irrespective of like media influence like is that just us as people like you know to be completely brutal about it like why do we have so much empathy and like feeling towards for example what happened with the dream world and then the carts overturning and there was what like four or five people that passed away but then you look at other countries where there's like hundreds of people dying every day when yeah. bombs are going off mm-hmm. and, like, children and refugees and things like that. Like, we just kind of, we tune into one but then tune out to the other. 
it's we've I don't really know why we do it, but I mm. think it's media for sure. Mm. The media controls what we see, and that's why we're more empathetic to the four people that died as opposed to the hundreds to thousands of people that die in the Middle East every day. And it also comes down to choice, in my opinion. Like, if people don't want to know, like, they're not going to know about it. That's like with anything that you do in life, unfortunately. And what do you think of a concept like this? So have you heard that people say you have limited willpower? You know, like, you can only give a certain amount of fucks every day. (laughs) Really? Yeah, is that yeah like, people is actually that, say that. Is because, that like a formula for this? Or? Yeah, because like as a human being, you're you're only able to cope with a certain amount of things emotionally and physically and yeah, um, psychologically, obviously. Yeah. And okay. it, it's up to you to choose what you want to do. And I guess for me, like choosing this topic, especially because like I study human rights as well, like I really, really admire my unit coordinator because she thinks of things at such a like holistic level like she cares about everyone do you want to give her a shout out or? Mar- Marilyn Meta you my girl <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. Um, but I think that's why this topic is so important to me because I feel like more people should be more aware of these issues if you even if you don't want to be like just think about it like yeah, but one minute is it awareness or is it just because people don't have the fucks to give you know oh I mean? yeah it's definitely people don't have the fucks to give okay so then but I don't know I guess in my opinion, like, people should give fucks to give. Like, until something happens to you, I guess you don't really want to think about it. But I don't know. I guess I live in this, like, world where I feel like the world would be so much better if people did fucking care. You know, so. I think one of the biggest issues is people don't really know that first step of what they can actually do to help. Mm. You know, like, they can give a like on Facebook. They can, you know, do a hashtag tweet or something like that. But I, I feel like that's such a, a cop-out, really, because people can just do that little bit of an action and all of a sudden they feel like they've, they've been constantly backing. Yeah, really. Like that ice time. bucket challenge. Exactly like that, yeah. yeah. That went viral. And how many people actually donated money? Like, yeah, probably yeah. not that many, to be honest. Yeah. Being you were meant to donate money? I thought you were just meant to chuck ice on yourself. And then nominate your closest friends. Ha, ha, ha. All right, I did it. I admit it. <laughs> You're an asshole, Jovi. I paid money towards this association. Did you? I did. Don't like to. I did. I'm looking. Right I can show you the receipt if I really. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think going back to what you guys were saying about um, oh no, lost it. It's gone out of my brain. No, um, <laughs> no, about um, fucks to give. Yeah, it's 100 okay. right, and it's it's people only have a certain amount that they can give per day, and then it also goes back to like in Western world where we you know experience a lot of depression and anxiety, anxiety from like a psychological point goes back to usually when people have too many choices in their life. I agree with And that. we live in a world now where media gives us a choice constantly every day. Do we like something? Do we dislike it? Do we comment? Mm. Do we do this? Do we read the newspaper, read it online, go to the shops, listen to the radio? It's just constantly bombarded. So if you go back 50 years ago, the only kind of war that we knew about was what was actually put either on like a radio or a newspaper. We didn't have social media. We, there might have been things going on, but we didn't have the choice to see it. It wasn't pushed in our faces, whereas now we see everything. Literally every car crash that happens will get put on the radio. Mm-hmm. Like if it stops the traffic, we hear about it, we hear this. And I think that kind of, when you get bombarded constantly with it, I think that's what impacts people and where their empathy levels kind of go, I can't give a fuck about that because I've already given fucks about other things Mm -hmm. and it's horrible. But then it's like, if they did give a fuck, what could they actually do though? Yeah, especially for like a a car crash even, you know, like what what can you really do? You can tell your friends, you could go out to the site and see if they were okay, but I'm sure you wouldn't be able to like be allowed into the site itself. Mm. It'd be blocked off and stuff. I mean, like there's a huge difference though, right, between like actually caring like between the caring and doing something about it right there's like I feel like that's two different things yeah because to do something I feel like to make a difference you first have to feel strongly about it and also commit to an action whereas like um, like you can also care and just not do anything at all right which is I feel like 
in this sort of situation, the way that you pose the question about like, if you're being influenced to care about certain factions of people, I still don't think we're at a point that even if you're influenced heavily by that certain faction of people, you're going to actually do something about it. Yeah, but that's not what this question is asking you. It's not asking you, would you do something about it's these like, issues? It's, it's asking you, advice. the question is like, would you rather live in a world where the media makes you empathise with certain people, like essentially controls who you empathise with, or would you rather be empathetic to only those that you've made a real connection with? So I guess like... I mean, but everyone would choose to, like, whoever you make a real connection with, wouldn't you? Like, No, actually, uh, one of your old guests, Kelvin, actually mentioned something about that point. So I actually, th- I was talking to Kelvin about this before meeting up tonight. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, like, obviously, people are all going to say it'd be someone who I know in real life, right? Yeah. Because there's someone you actually have a connection to. Yeah, sure. But then you also got to take into account um, the kind of perspective you have, right? The people around you might not really share that, like, same true perspective you have, right? But uh, perspectives from the media, which can be from anywhere, from, like, all over the world, right? That could be a perspective that you really do resonate with. But the people that you're actually surrounded by, they don't really share that same thing, if you know what I'm talking about. But if you have a real connection with someone anyway, you'd have similar levels of empathy, wouldn't you? Because that's, yeah. that's like a, an essential thing that, like to build a close relationship with someone, to have like all these type of similarities. Mm. So I guess that's... Well, I mean, that also depends on how you define like a real connection as well. Like... Like, you can have, like, a real connection. In the you can have a sexual connection. Yeah, you can have, like, yeah, you can have, like, a real, like, sort of weird connection, a human connection, and not know the person at all. And you just, like, you're just both there at the right time, and you just feel something. For example, like, Ugh. if you are waiting at the bus stop, <laughs> and then... You face right now. No, no, I'm just thinking of an example. Like, you're just waiting at a bus stop, and then you're there with, like, this complete stranger... And then you see something happen right in front of you. And then, like, in that moment, like, you see, like, a car crash in front of you or something. And in that moment, you and this random person that you've never met before have, mm. like, shared in this thing where you both care deeply about something that's happened right in front of you. Okay. And that's, like, a moment that is sort of has passed between the both of you. Now, that's a human connection. Yeah, true. Right. So, like, imagine if you went through your life and then every time you made, like, a real connection with someone, like, you were able to empathize with them. See, this is the dangerous thing is, like, to be able to empathize with someone is generally seen as a good thing. But? But it could be, like, super detrimental, right? Like, imagine if you had, like, a really good friend that was, like, your neighbor. And you'll go around and you'll, like, chill, eat snacks or whatever. And then you found out that this guy's, like, a pedophile. <laughs> and he's got like I was gonna go just, murder uh, but okay. he's, just got, like, he's just got like tons and tons of just kitty porn what? now but like you've already made this like you've made this human connection with him so now you I mean if you pick scenario B and you're forced to empathise with this guy you'd be like man I'm, I mean I can understand why you know like okay wait can I just you can understand why he's a pedophile can I just pause yeah. around like, well, like, I because why. pedophiles keep those things a secret for a reason. How would you empathise with them when all of a sudden you found out about it? Because it's like general consensus that it's not accepted by society. Well, because you're trying to see it from their point of view. That's what empathy is, yeah. right? So there was like this segment once that I saw on um, SNL mm-hmm. a long time ago when Louis C.K., before the whole masturbation thing came out, he did this skit that was like, he was using this example of like, he loves, I think it was like a Snickers bars or something, right? He was like, I love Snickers bar. But if someone said, if you eat a Snickers bar, you're going to go to jail. I'd be like, fuck it, I'm, not, I'm just not going to eat a Snickers bar, it's not worth it. Right. But kitty fiddlers, they fucking love kids, right? And they're willing to go to jail for it. Because that's the punishment. Like, you go to jail and you get fucked up, but they're still willing to do it. So therefore, it must feel really fucking good for them to, like, you know, that risk-reward sort of thing, mm. you know? Right. So, like, if you can understand from that point of view, you can like, hey, maybe, like, maybe fucking kids is, like, super, like, great. Um, but you don't choose to be a pedophile. No, you don't yeah. choose, but like you can start to understand. Yeah. But then if you start to understand, at what point does it become then, why not? Let's just try it. Like, because that's, 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 so that's, that's the, because <laughs> that's the, that's the line, right? That's the line for anything. It's kind of like when 
when you grow up, you, you, you're taught like, hey, you shouldn't take drugs, mm. right? Is an example. And then you grow up around people like your friends and stuff. And then when they start experimenting, because you understand and you have that connection and you empathize, mm. you're like, hey, look, like they're having fun. I also want to feel that and I trust them. I can understand why they would want to try something. Why can't I? And then that's how, that's how like the whole thing starts. Okay, and so that's, why you, that's how you create a culture of it. Right. So in relation to what you just said, does that mean that you would choose to try human connection (laughs) and that try to have empathy only for people that you have a proper connection with? Is that your answer to the question? I'm saying like it's dangerous because that means like if you were to go with that option, then you have to be so careful about who you have a human connection with. Mm. You you never know about exactly. You never know. You never know. You never know. Like you never know. Your closest friend could be like a complete freak and you might never find that out. Exactly. Like you'd only find out by a freak chance in case you, you went in the room. Open like that one drawer yeah, that's locked. Like, <laughs> hey, I bet this will be funny. And then you open up Pandora's box yeah. of kitty porn. Exactly. Oh God. Like just imagine like, just imagine the, the stuff, the kind of shit that you would want or be forced to kind of want to do if you were like empathetic towards like everyone you made like a, a real connection with, you know? Like if you truly wanted to understand them, then you'd want to do, you want to do everything they want to do, you know. Mm, but would you like? I think you can still be empathetic without influenced. without joining in and crossing a like a line. For example, you could you could be friends with someone who's done something illegal, say they've committed like a sex crime or whatever, and you could still listen and empathize with them. From you know maybe there was childhood trauma or sexual abuse when something when they were younger and you could empathize in understanding that this person's had a hard time but it doesn't mean that you agree with it or you're willing to go okay well I've got a connection with this person so they must be right in some aspects like I wouldn't agree with that okay no yeah you're sure but I'm talking about like hyper empathy hyper empathy so I'm talking about like where you're where you're literally in that state that you want to try you well, understand so bad that like you also want to chase like that exact same feeling just like Hannibal thank you thank like, you yes. is that why you asked yes, me that the other exactly. day oh my oh, god exactly, yeah. Will Graham can I give, yeah. give a shout out to Will Graham yeah exactly just like Will just like Will just like that true have you seen him before Jesse? um I think I have but I'm terrible at remembering the movies oh, oh well, no, this, this is a series this is a TV now series. oh it's a yeah. series hmm. so like there's this the, 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 the backstory is like there's a detective who's like trying to catch um, Hannibal and he's got like um, hyper empathy so he can empathize completely with the essentially the mind of a killer and mm-hmm. understand exactly their motives and everything like that and in the end he like I think he became like a killer himself actually yeah yeah, yeah. probably he pretty much became like the next Hannibal a double a double edged sword kind of thing yeah yeah so that's that's like what I'm getting at because like really in the first scenario like when you're f- the media like sort of forces you to care about like things that are sort of within the realms of like morally like they, they tend to make you root for things that like sort of like morally graciously okay you mm-hmm. know like the, the media's never gonna want you to empathize with like murderers and pedophiles and rapists and all that kind of stuff so, like, if, if you just kind of relied on outside influence, you're, you're sort of like, you're going to be okay. You're going to go through life okay. Like, you'll survive. You but won't yeah, become a murderer, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. you're or not going to be scarred. Whereas I feel like, well, now when I think about, like, option two, you have to be so careful because if you start empathizing with the wrong crowd, I feel like it's like a landslide because you can start, like, going deeper down that rabbit hole. Because I feel like if you're sort of, you can empathize with, like, a certain demographic that's sort of, like, out of the norm, you kind of want to go even further and like kind of foray into like okay let's see how deep I can understand like real like humans but I think if you were to go that far you would end up going against your own morals values and beliefs if you were that empathetic that you were willing to like forego your own values and then you would end up Hmm. experiencing like vicarious stress but I mean like your own morals and values are sort of like in in, like the right now norm is like it's dictated a lot by culture right Hmm. so like I'm just assuming that in this situation B, like, the culture of, like, society doesn't really affect you. So yeah. you're just kind of, like, in your own bubble. In your own of, bubble. Yeah. 
and the bubble like sort of like shifts shape as you like meet people because yeah. you're not really like paying attention to to what's on the TV or Facebook and stuff like that. So you're just kind of walking around and meeting people and then going, oh. Do you think people I, I get you. in the current like social climate have forgotten about human connection? Massively. Why? Because it's tiring, I think. Only to you. I think it's because it's easy. It's easy in today's society to flip on and, and kind of get your needs met by finding things that make you feel good inside. Like, even if you just feel fat, you can flip onto Instagram and find, like, stories of girls being like, yeah, curvy bodies, feel good, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, instead of just chatting with a friend and being like, yeah, I feel like this, and then kind of having a conversation and making you feel a little bit better mm-hmm. about yourself and... Making you see the good things. What about you, James? Uh, well, I would probably say an example. Do you guys know what Soylent is? No. Is it like Soylent Greens? No, Soylent is like a, a brand of uh, a, nutri- a nutrition brand. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they designed like uh, this shake, which has all the nutrients you need to survive, and you just shake it up, and you can drink it as a meal every day, and kind of you, sh- you should be able to survive on it, right? Is this a real thing? Are it's we trying this after? No, I wish I really want to try it. But it was pretty much for, oh, I don't have to choose what to eat every day. I can just drink this shake and it gives me all the nutrients and things that a human needs to survive mm. day to day, right? Sure. However, they did the test. And I think someone drank Soylent for 40 days. Plus, don't quote me on this. But they had it for a while. And, you know, even though they're getting all the nutrients the human body technically needs, somehow the person still got really sick. Their, their um, body functions were dying, right? But, but that doesn't make sense, right? If they're getting all the nutrients they need scientifically, yeah. then why would it not work? So I think this is kind of the same thing for how we have... Um, well, what, what's the answer? What do you mean, answer? It what was, was the answer? Why was he dying? I have a, no idea. Yeah, but diet. there's so many things to do with, like, being actual human. Like, you still have to exercise and shit. Like, oh, no, no. But do like, you, though? See, yeah, yeah. we're exercise. not talking about a human, first of all. Exercise and shit, <laughs> the keywords, and... Huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, but like, yeah, I, I guess the point I'm just trying to make, like, I don't, I actually have no idea why the person uh, couldn't survive just off this, like, drink of nutrients and stuff. But obviously there was some kind of, um, you know, key uh, factor that we don't even know about. So I think that's very similar to what you said about um, the human connection nowadays, how it's so easy to get your socialization from anywhere in the world right now, right? Mm-hmm. But... I still think you'll never be able to replace the real, like, face-to-face human connection again because there are these underlying factors, like the Soylent, that would really keep that um, spirit of socialization alive. Mm-hmm. Now, that's why people don't feel content just from talking to people online. I know for a fact that me, uh, I have a lot of friends online, but if I go, like, a few days without talking to anyone face-to-face, I don't feel right. So, ah, uh. you know. There's the Soylent analogy. There, yeah, there, there it is. Okay. I feel like media gets a hell bad rep as well. Because, like... Well, I mean, they, if, they are. Because, well, like, how, how... If you were to, say, like, own a certain percentage of media outlets, like, whatever that may be, online, offline, how would you try and, like, produce content that would try and enforce the human connection? Or, like, try and get people to care about the right things, I guess, or the right people, or, or just re-establish that. I don't know if I would is there, do it. Is there a way? In, is I there don't a way? know if I would do it just to cater to my own beliefs and needs, though. I think, like, the media should be multifaceted and you should be able to, like, make your own decision on things. But a lot of mainstream media doesn't allow you to do that. But the the like the reason why media does all this is obviously for profit. You know, like you can't you can't just talk about I guess the right thing if it's not making you money, which is, you know, that's probably the reason why everything's gone mm. so haywire now, right? But can you think of a way that, you know, it could be multifaceted, like you said, but still make profit? Mm. Well, this is like a wild accusation is the wrong word, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I really like watching and reading things that Vice releases, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they give you a really, well, very close to multifaceted, like, story journalism type of thing because they talk about things all over the world, first of all, 
They talk about things that make people uncomfortable. Um, and that's interesting to me. Like, obviously not everyone finds that interesting, but that's what I think is important for everyone to be educated on global issues. If we're going to live in a world where globalisation is so important, they should be talking about global issues, not just like fucking that roller coaster. You know? Yeah. That's more important to Wait, me. Which doesn't rule out that it's not a sad incident, but it's like... <laughs> but, but that kind of makes me think that you're picking option one here because, like, if you I might be. Yeah, because you're saying, like, if, if there is an outlet where, like, the media actually has an offering that can allow you to care about but these the problem- things, then you would watch the fuck out of that. Yeah, but the mm. problem is that, like, Vice is not a main outlet. Yeah, That's got- an example. Vice is not a main outlet of information. You have to actually know what it is and want to watch it. But as it's gaining popularity and then Vice becomes yeah, as it popular might change. as yeah, the exactly. main news, then wouldn't it just become another uh, big news thing? It depends on their content. Yeah. Okay. Like, it doesn't depend on how popular it is. It depends on what they actually, like, produce, I think. Yeah. But don't you think that media's main goal is to raise awareness so that's raising awareness about a product raising awareness about an issue but it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily about implementing an action if that were to be say for example human connection and um you know bringing people together they might raise awareness that something's happening but they don't necessarily have any action part i don't think like I, I think it's a good point about awareness, but I also think it's mostly just about, like, revenue. Yeah, like, yeah. Because, and, and here's, and How here's many like... they get? <laughs> yeah, and here's, like, where the numbers come into work. Because, like, the, the quickest and most efficient way to make people truly care about a certain topic or a certain, like, uh, division or demographic is to put a face to it. Because mm-hmm. right? people care about, like, a story, like a person, a background, right? So... That's why whenever there's, like, a piece on fucking, like, that shitty, like, a current affair or, like, Today Tonight about, like, some family that's, like, losing their homes, like, people donate a fuck ton of money to mm. help this family because they put a face to it and they care. Yeah. But, like, when if you have, like, a whole neighbourhood out in Thornley or people that are going to get evicted, no one gives a shit, mm. right? It's not oh, publicised, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, because no one's not publicised. And also, like, if you just saw it on the news, like, you wouldn't, you're not going to actively like try and donate money or like give a shit about it because there's no face to it it's just like a, it's just a group of people and something's happened to them but the problem is like the, the question would be like oh then why don't doesn't the media constantly just release like pieces that's focused on different demographics and just put a certain face to it yeah. so that you sort of understand the concept it's because there's a diminishing return on how much you can constantly care so yeah. that's why like you only ever get spurts of like these goodwill stuff where like people come out and they help the community, blah, blah, blah. Because mm-hmm. like after a while, if you're constantly exposed, imagine like day one, you're told about like, um, like Muhammad from the kebab place and like he's getting like kicked out because like the fucking owner of the building hates Muslims or some shit. Like you're like, fuck, that's, that's atrocity. And then next day you see like a news piece about like some Guido that's been like stereotyped. You're like, oh, this is also pretty bad. But now you're like, you care less about this guy than the guy before. And the third day, you're told about, like, Mr. Wong, who, like, got all his wonton stolen or some shit. Like, you're going to care even less this day. And eventually, you're going to reach, like, zero because people only have, like, a capacity to, like, mm. care about something at, like, a certain level. And, like, media knows that because if they kept playing that kind of stuff, then eventually viewership will go down. Less ads get shown, et cetera, et cetera. Less money is made. So... The people, it's just like, I think the problem is like people's propensity to care is just like, it's, it's not there. Like our actual capacity to empathize has like a real limit. Like so do you think that's lock. the media's fault? No, it's people's fault. Like, I, that's why I say like media gets like a really bad bash, but the problem is they, they cater their stuff to humans. Yeah. But when, know, like, yeah, but when you explain it in that way though, the media is choosing to release all of these, all of these stories. They don't have to always release all these negative stories to run people's emotion and empathy down that's not what they have to do but then when we're talking about you know like you said they want to bring in real issues right Mm. these real issues are are usually almost always bad right yeah but when okay so if i go back to the example of using vice they don't only talk about real issues they talk about drugs as well okay like that's not something that is going to make you be like 
life is so shit, the world is so crap, it's just easier if I live and not care about anything. I mean, I reckon I would if I just saw, you know, all the druggies on the street, you know, just like passed out. You know, you see all the effects that drugs do and stuff like that. It's still like all very visceral, very, you know, negative. Mm. So, I don't know. Then another big criticism of um, the news is why people don't watch it. It's because it's always bad stuff, right? And we go back to that limit, you know, you're just being force-fed all this negativity. You just can't deal with it all the time. So... That's maybe actually why, like... Royal weddings get such a huge boost because people it's like it's, it's like the it's one positive, positive thing that happens yeah. once a year. Like. Uh, it makes sense to me now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Like, like dreams yeah. do it's come true, like guys. Drug, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a good way to lighten up the mood, I like that. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I still think it's stupid though. <laughs> I understand now why like the media likes to portray like certain stereotypes and like why they feed us certain things because like to be truly empathetic, like, it's really rare. Like, to empathize with someone without having that background or having, like, similar experiences is, like, almost, I would say, like, maybe, like, 10% of the population can do it. Because usually when you empathize, it's because you, you understand what someone's going through because you've had, like, a sort of similar experience and you're placing them maybe in your shoes. And you're clearly, no, so, like, I'm saying, like, this is the mo- that's a minority feeling, to be able to empathize without having that but same But also sort of in feeling. saying that, I probably feel like I'm a, a person that's hyper-empathetic. Right, exactly. On that note. So what I'm saying in this point is like, if you think about a lot of TV shows in general that they sort of feed us, and even like really popular reality TV shows, the kind of people that have on there and the way they edit things is like caricatures. It's kind of like they put them into these stocks so that it's sort of really easily accessible for people to empathize with them because it's kind of like, well, majority of people will have gone through the same sort of thing. Like, oh, this is the sing- this is the single mother. Yeah. This is like the Asian couple. This uh-huh. is like the sisters, you know, like, like people really just kind of straight away can empathize with them because they, they want that connection straight away. But that's why they don't put like people that way, like sort of out of the box, because if you have someone that does, you can't, a majority of the population don't have, similar experiences with there's going to be like a real disconnect because that's not something that you're used to like if you they're never going to put like this person that like used to be a hooker and then became a pimp and then was a reformed pimp and now is like a cook and is on master chef like they're not going to put that person out there and like you know maybe they will but they just won't talk about his pimp past because like people aren't going to understand they're not going to be able to empathize with that like oh how do you go from like you know slinging tricks to like Cooking leaks, like, well, like, what happened there? Like, no one's going to give a shit about this person. Because right? they've already got, they kind of have that, um, oh, it's like transference. They're transferring, they're transferring their, their thoughts and feelings of that person within a previous role to this new role that they're, that they're portraying. Example, Sam Frost, the bachelorette. What does she do? She was on the batch, she was on the bachelor, then she was, she was the bachelorette. And then, like every other Australian, she went on home and away. Oh. Mm. Okay. Yeah, but it's oh, so like she's just an actress now. She's just a forever <laughs> like damsel in distress one hundred and one. She's got that shit down pat. Forever. She does look sad. Pining and for do boys. Com- like Jovi. Do you like? <laughs> do you completely just empathize with her anytime you see her on the screen? Are you just like Sam Frost? I get you. Is that how you feel about her? Well, like it's pretty obvious that they've put her into that role on the TV show because that's kind of. The role that it's become who she is. Yeah, like, she's been she's defined by media yeah. as just like I don't know, some girl who's all oh, poor chasing blonde the little baby can't find yeah. her true love. Puddums. Cries. Oh. Yeah, true that. I think what you were talking about just then, um, interesting thing that just came to me just then. I feel like you found a positive to having stereotypes. You know, because it allows you to actually to easily connect to a character, right? Right, correct. Yeah, right. like I was just thinking because stereotypes are always considered to be such a negative connotation, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, that black guy's going to steal from me. The Asian guy is good at math. You know, it goes on, it goes on. Yeah. But when we go talk into um, how hard it is for people to empathize and stuff, we can really go down to that route and be like, stereotypes are actually a way of making empathy uh, a lot more available, right? Because everybody can share that same thought about yeah, that, that type of group, right? Yeah. yeah. That's true. That, that's, that's a ex- good point. Yeah, so then could you also argue that um, stereotypes is a part of uh, being an empathetic person? 
I think having uh, true stereotypes. I don't know, but on that on that token, moving from stereotypes, okay, I'm going to take it to a really like sad political level. <laughs> don't give me that face. Oh no, this is like my curious <laughs> no, face. No, no, your face of like, oh, here she goes again about the government face, because on that point of stereotypes, right? Like with refugees, prime example always being like demonized by politicians that's a stereotype though Mm -hmm. but that doesn't necessarily work as a positive so that's why like i feel like human connection personal human connection and this isn't my like choice but i mean like just in discussion is really important because if you don't actually understand their story you don't understand the things they've been through um the process of all that stuff how will you actually be able to empathize with them but they've already got this bad stereotype and that makes people not want to even care. Yeah, that would go back to your media bias versus yeah. the human connection there. Yeah. True. Yeah. Because, like, if you look at um, Sweden, they they used media to help um, influence people's perspectives. They have, like, this ad campaign in there because they were one of the countries that let loads of immigrants in when there was all those issues through Europe with, like, asylums and things like that. And it was this advert and it was, like, all these different faces and it was, like, these are the new Swedes. Oh, that's a nice thing. Yeah, and that's it's, like, really plays nice. on all, all the trams and things like that. Mm. Whereas Australia's just, like, they don't talk about it. The only thing you hear is negative. It's all stuff about, like, Manus and Nauru Island and, like, has our Prime Minister even said anything about it? I feel like Malcolm Turnbull just now tried they, to step back when yeah. they can. No, yeah. he, Malcolm Turnbull is a very, very smart man. Everything that he does is very sly. He's like a fucking fox and he makes me mad. <laughs> He's like a fox. He's a sly fox. Let's not talk about it. That got, wanted to that say got well, you're the one that back on SBS. What? It has nothing to do with human connection. I don't have a human connection with him because he's a fucking asshole. But if we're Unless all human, you watch football. then, you know. <laughs> huh? Yeah, like you're obviously an advocate for the human connection, right? But you just said you don't want anything to do with Malcolm Turnbull. Isn't that you being a little bit uh, kind of going against what you're already saying? You know, if, if you, nah, if you he's, truly... because he's know. a butthole. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, but the fact is we have buttholes that are human, right? We could just get a good but the question, But the other part of the question was like that you personally know already. Yeah. I don't personally know him, nor do I want to. Yeah, but that's the problem though, isn't it? It's like... It's, that's yeah. that's my biggest problem with like the second this the second choice is like to empathize with someone that you personally connect with is like what driver is there for you to go and connect with someone that you normally wouldn't there is none well, like as opposed to being influenced on me like you will see things sometimes that like that is sort of outside the scope that is like outside of something that you'd be introduced to so it might get you thinking right it might get you that first step like because you know maybe like I've never maybe I've never seen like a, a black person before. Mm-hmm. All right. And then like, I see, um, rush hour or something. I'm like, Oh fuck, this guy's funny. Like I can understand this character. So therefore I can try, I can like sort of like think, go down that route of like understanding, Oh, maybe like black people aren't scary, mm-hmm. which is what my preconceived notions were. Cause I've never had that connection before, blah, 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 blah. And then go down that path. Mm-hmm. But if you can only empathize with people you've made a connection with, mm-hmm. what driver is there for you to go and meet someone to make that connection to then learn to empathize with them? There is none. Like, you would have no drive to. Just like you just said, you have no drive here to meet well, Malcolm Turnbull. Maybe depends. Malcolm Turnbull has, like, a fucking epic story, right? And he's, like, a super, like lovable person in real life and the, everything he does and all the decisions he makes is like there's like a real true like, the human <laughs> making those decisions you know like maybe every day he goes to sleep maybe. and he like curses himself he's like fuck today I have to do this or I have to like agree on this legislation and it's just it, it was so hard and if you saw that saw him twisting and turning in his sleep crying himself to sleep and like, he gets paid a lot you would you would feel for him right She's well, going to say no because he cancelled so much funding to SBS, which is where Vice is. Yeah, fucking can't. Just saying. Yeah, but what if, <laughs> but what if his arm was bent in that situation? Mm. No. What if? Anyway, he's just giving money. Moving on from like, why would you want to make cup. a human connection with someone you don't know? Was that your question? It, what are you, trying you wouldn't to? like. You, you would have. Well, no it depends to. on the person. And once again, I would like to make a disclaimer that I'm hyper empathetic. Okay, so when I hear stories Just about Malcolm Turnbull, oh no, because he, to, in my opinion, there's nothing to be empathetic about. Like he lives a pretty 
cool, rich, white man life. But Top you've got five. so many haters. He's like so many yeah, people like, hating. Can you imagine? Yeah. How could, well, don't you're... be the prime minister if you don't want to be hated. Honestly. Anyway, but you've got, moving that's on. Very <laughs> unempathetic. Yeah. That's a very unempathetic. That's like a very very weird thing to say. To say I'm hyper empathetic into going to people that I need actually... empathy. Okay. But, uh, why would you just say like who deserves what so are now? you empathetic towards Malcolm Turnbull well I am now because <laughs> you made like, up this fucking fabricated fuck. story you don't even know if that's true but I, what I, I don't what? but like if it was that's the, fucking sad but like most people are not constantly empathetic to everyone around them at all times you only kind of tune into being that you care about when things aren't going so well nine times out of ten you know most of the time like you can be you can be empathetic about things that are happy, like tap in and see that, but that's that's like an easy empathy. You want to be, you want to have good empathy when things are not good. Yeah, it's an active Which thing. is what we're doing with the media as well. So when the media is saying something, we're choosing to tune in, tune out, tune in, tune out, which I think most of the time, because we get bombarded with so much choice, mm-hmm. we are always tuned out. We're just hearing words. We're not actually feeling but right. when you're empathetic okay. with someone that you personally know, you're always on it. Most Because time, you're expected yeah. to care about the people that are close to you. Okay, well then let's play devil's advocate here for a sec then. And then let's say we let's say we all picked option one and now we're completely empathetic to everything that the media wants us to feel empathetic about. So to feel good about the things they want us to feel good about, to mm. feel bad about the things they want us to feel bad about. If you literally stayed away from all media yeah. in, just in like hypothetical A mm. you would just be like a completely empathetic person that would okay. you? because you wouldn't like if, if you're forced to be empathetic towards what the media wants you to be empathetic about if you didn't like if you just lived in a fucking bubble Both, yeah. then you would just be like completely uncaring about everything how the fuck would you function in society mm. you wouldn't could you be could you zone out to media but then still be empathetic to the people that no. you have within no. your real life? No. No, no because not. that's what that's that's cause that's yeah. like the real world scenario. Like we're talking about it's like an extreme question, hypothetical, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's not realistic though. So well, that, that's the point of a hypothetical just <laughs> what? I need fucking relax. I don't, I don't read Calm down, eh? things like this. Everything has to be realistic. Yeah, Meng likes to live in an imaginary world, clearly, in, where he empathises with a pedophile and also considers dinosaur. becoming one after meeting one. So <laughs> that obviously proves what type of person Woo. he is. <laughs> All right, so going back to the question. Yeah. Sorry, what know. are they again? Okay. Um, would you rather be influenced by the media to empathise with certain people or be empathetic to only those you've made a real connection with, Jess. So are we, are we <laughs> implying that if you're only empathetic with, with real people within your life, yeah. are we implying that that world also consists of everyone using empathy? That would assume that everybody in the world is friends with each other then. No, 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 no. It would just mean that, like, you would, we're, only, we're, you would only be empathetic with, like, people that you're surrounded with okay yeah because yeah. we're coming to the conclusion Meng's not so empathetic mm. Why? but the thing is but the thing <laughs> but is I as think, well though yeah. <laughs> I, I like think you might run into someone and just make a, con- a human connection with them even if you'd never thought that you would meet them kind of thing yeah so yeah, I, I think the fact that you guys can't empathise with a pedophile and I can already shows alright moving on to Jovi ability to empathise is like a much is, I'm, a, I'm like a god okay, tier go level right now um, no, Jovi what I, I think which one do you choose yeah, I'll go into that in a sec, but like I think oh, it's like God, an oxymoron. If you if you say that so, if you say, say someone is un- like unempathetic, isn't that you being unempathetic as well? You mean apathetic? Apathetic. Not empathetic. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That would be apathetic. I guess, yeah. Right. It's yeah. Apathetic. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. See. Yeah. Because then you, you you're not trying to feel empathy towards Meng, right? No, because I don't. These guys are emotionless this. creatures. That's We've why already like, established that like I'm apathetic. Yeah. That's why they like cats. That's why they're. Um, correction. I love true. all animals, so you can shut your gob. Because cats have feelings for no one. Just oh. like these people. All right. Continue. Well, back to the question. You don't have feelings <laughs> for anyone at all. <laughs> I have super deep feelings. For everything. For your... All the time. Pillow with the Constantly. boobs on it. Anyway. <laughs> pillow with the boobs. Don't. So, Jovi, which, which option do you choose? I'm going to jump into this. What? Wow, uh, she has a name, Drew. <laughs> I would probably choose... So, either fully empathetic... Um, with everyone? With everyone. So, media. Yeah, with okay. media. Or... What, what was the other one again? 
picture. You said I would probably choose. No, 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 no. Oh, I, I'm, just, I'm, just I'm, I'm trying to like, repeat oh, okay. each of the. So the media yeah. one is like the media controls who you're empathetic with. Mm-hmm. So whether it's bad people or good people, whatever, you have no choice. Mm-hmm. The second one is you can you're only empathetic with the people that you okay. know personally. Yeah. Have a, not not even just personally, just you have a human connection with them. So you you've already established this connection yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah. You understand them. Yeah, All right. I think I'd probably choose option A then. Why? Surely because it would allow me to um, experience new perspectives and stuff. Because I feel like in the other one, you'd be so trapped in your own like little circle jerk kind of uh, community. Oh, I like that. I like, should have used that word, circle jerk. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. That, that you wouldn't even... Um, but this is under the assumption that the media is going to enforce empathy on a range of different people. Mm-hmm. That's only the assumption. That's the assumption. Assumption. You know what I'm saying. The word I'm saying that you're making, though. What if they choose to just choose one group of people forever, and they're not good people? No, but all right. So you're saying, all right. So the media is controlling about what I'm empathetic with, right? Hmm. So can you uh, elaborate from there on again? Sorry, just before everything. Just they're just, just they're just negatively influencing me. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's my only question. Is it just... But negative... That would be a very um, subjective thing, right? Mm. Yeah, that's true. Right? So, like, uh, if you're with your... Um, on the opposite side, right? Where everyone... Uh-huh. So, it, the reason why I only... I bring that up is because mm. I'm I'm working off the fact of how they are influencing people now. Mm-hmm. Which is predominantly negative stories. Negative, mm-hmm. like, stereotypes It's also positive as well. Like what? You can't say everything's just negative, though. Okay. So, yeah. what are the positive things that you, you think that you've connected with like in the current what about an example as simple as it is you know Drake um, donating all that money to all those different uh, universities mm. and everything like that you know it shows that people are that, that do have money and do have the power to do something they're actually doing something right yeah true so that, that, that's a, a pretty positive thing to me right yeah I would choose uh, option A because okay. I feel like it would give me access you have to more a, to a more range of other things. So I, you know, then I can actually do and apply my like judgment to things, right? Mm. Whereas if I'm um, surrounded by people I really care about and stuff like that, I'm going to put so much emphasis onto uh, what their ideas are that I'm going to probably compromise my own values. So I feel like you'd lose track of who you really are, right? Because you're only empathetic with people that you know you're you're close to, right? Whereas if it's kind of coming to, to me from like an external force where I don't really know them. I can actually apply my own judgment. So, yeah. Okay. Because right. I, I would get really influenced by people who I actually know. Yeah, that's true. Because you already have a connection with them anyway. Yeah, you know, like, say, like, Meng told me, oh, like, I really hate black people. And, like, you know, I'm really good friends with Meng, so I'm more inclined to be like... Well, why? Yeah. Hmm? Like, no, as in, like, okay. you want to know more why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But, like, you know, like, it was just from, like, someone I've never met before, and they're just like, oh... Black people bad, you know? I'll mm-hmm. be like, okay, well, that's the general consensus. Yeah, like, this is what they're trying to get me to empathize with. What's being mm. portrayed in the media. Yeah, but at least I have um, my own way to kind of process this. Yeah. Okay, fair. All right, Ming, what do you choose? See, I'm afraid to say the wrong thing here because it's obviously like you're home off like one option. I feel like if I go too hard on I never, way. I haven't even told you what my decision yeah, what's is. Yours, yeah, I think you should go first. Yeah, well, my decision is actually media, first of all. Only because I wouldn't have empathy for other people without the media. I wouldn't know what other people are experiencing without it. And even though it's forced, it's technically forced on upon me and I don't have a choice, yeah, I also don't know what they're going to share. But, you know, I have to have faith in it. And also there's a, I know there's a high risk in that. But my personal human connections with people are already established. I don't need to be influenced by them much more because I already know who they are and that's why we have a human connection. The risk of like the media is obviously it depends on what they're trying to facilitate, what information they want you to believe and stuff like that. But, you know, in some circumstances, like for example, Sweden, they do good things there. Mm. You know, obviously when you change it up to places like Australia, it's a little bit different. But it depends on where you are. There's a lot of like factors but I choose media because I wouldn't be able to know about the other bad things that are happening in the world without all of this technology and sharing of information. And I wouldn't be able to make my choice. Does that make sense? Sort of like Jovi, you Mm. know, like he'll be influenced, but he can still sort of like think about things from 
a holistic approach as opposed to these are my friends in this room and then that's it. But didn't you say back, you know, that when we were talking about empathy, like you wouldn't care about what Malcolm Turnbull and stuff? Yeah, I wouldn't care, but I don't have a choice. Mm. But it's still giving me a larger perspective on why he would do certain things because you're feeling and experiencing what that person is doing. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Like obviously now, like my own person, I don't care, but this is still a hypothetical question. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Unpredictable, mm. really. Do you have your answer yet? But to empathise doesn't necessarily mean that you have to like him, right? It's just to understand. Exactly. It's about understanding their feelings and understanding what they're doing. Right. So I think the real thing is like, do you get this option as of a specific moment in time or is it like to undo all the current abilities to empathise and all your current like um, ideas and stereotypes and to kind of like start off at point zero like all your prejudices all that all the beliefs all your values like is it like starting from zero or like is it going from now because I feel like if it's going from now I think we're actually at a pretty good point that like we can make the decision hey let's pick human connection because then we can we already have that established understanding and go well if it's the case that we can only empathize with those that we make human connection with then we understand that, okay, for us, if we truly care, then we're going to go out and we're going to meet those people that we normally wouldn't, if this was the case. That's if we're at point now. But if it was like, uh, let's start all from scratch, then you would have no drive to. you To be influenced by the media would always be the, like, the safest choice because mm-hmm. anything other than that, you'd be ostracized. You'd be like outside of the scope. I don't think you would actually survive in that scenario. I'm going to go live in a shed... By myself. <laughs> in the middle of Australia, literally. Yeah. Next to Uluru. I'll go back to Catherine because that's pretty much being ostracised. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine's a town, not my mom. <laughs> I guess if we were to start from zero, I'd still choose um, the option I chose because I don't know any better. But even then, like... I guess, yes, with my values and stuff, I'd be pretty pissed off to be forced to empathise with people like Malcolm Turnbull, Mm. but at least I'm empathising with him, not sitting here like how I am now and judging him for who he is Mm -hmm. or does. And I think that is the most important thing about empathy is understanding. Right. And that's what people lack because they're too reliant on other things, on, like, stereotypes, on... You know, and yes, I'm, I sound like I'm contradicting myself, but yes, media representations and stereo- and all that shit. But in order to under- fully understand things, you have to have different um, perspectives. Mm-hmm. But can and I, it depends on your life. Can I ask goal. though, Ren? Would you say that that's having informed judgment, or it's not necessarily informed judgment? No, it's not. And I know that's something that I do care about. Yeah. But you can't guarantee that, that you're being that you have in, informed judgment by choosing the second option either, because that's a a human connection isn't necessarily informed judgment. It's just a connection that you have with someone. Props to you. <laughs> okay, thanks, guys. Thank you. Oh, you, 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 yeah, you didn't wrap up. You wrap what up. am I supposed to say? Oh, okay. Thank you for your time. Do a wrap for us, Jesse and Jovi. Not really, Meng, because you made me so mad. <laughs> and that's it. Right. See you yeah, next thanks, one. Thanks, Maybe. Guys. Peace out, doggies. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> Jerks, circle jerk. <laughs>